It comes in such big jars too. Yeah, yeah. living living by yourself like uh, I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna get some sauerkraut and I'm gonna eat it for a week, or, or I'm, I'm gonna waste half. Yeah, <laughs> half. God, you're lucky if you get through half of it. Well, the it's nice like, part is that sauerkraut. How do you know when it goes bad? Exactly. <laughs> the date on the jar. <laughs> you get a serious case of the shoots. <laughs> Don't you get that with fresh sauerkraut anyway? <laughs> you eat enough, right? It's cabbage. Isn't it? Yeah. Scourier cabbage right and out. salt. Cabbage plus salt plus thyme equals sauerkraut. <laughs> All it takes. Episode 390. It's a podcast. With a guy and a guy and a guy and a a dog with freckles. Okay. Really, really big freckles. It's a big dog. That's true. It's also a white dog. White. Those freckles oh, really stand out, just like on this white dude with freckles. Although, <laughs> I pretty much just have them on my arms now. Because I stay out of the your, sun. Because you live in a cave. <laughs> I, don't go, I don't go outside to the point that I have, like, uh, yeah, my vitamin D deficiency is not getting any better. I, have, I was ordered to take twice as much vitamin D now as I was. And I'm also drinking milk, so I'm just going to go ahead and drink twice as much skim milk, too. And see if that helps any. <laughs> I hate two things in life: liars and skim milk. <laughs> yeah, which is, just, which is just milk that's li- or what is it? It's water that's lying, lying. about being, yeah, being milk. milk. Yeah. <laughs> Ron Swanson. Yeah, and somebody, uh, somebody in the audience here really uh, got a kick out of that. Uh, and uh, let's talk to him. We have an audience. The immediate audience, yes. They call me Dr. Hello, Kurt. Welcome back. Good morning. <laughs> I'm Craig. Yeah, I was wondering if you guys were going to introduce yourselves. We didn't? No. And he's Mike. And that's how loose this whole situation has gotten on this show. We're, I, we're rolling I up. first build. <laughs> we're rolling up on, yeah, no kidding. We're rolling up on 400 episodes and we're like, eh, Yeah, there was no I'm Mike and I'm Craig. knows us. <laughs> Should I unmute and chime in? If people <laughs> don't gonna... know who we are by now, and <laughs> I, you know, and you've you've managed to uh, find this podcast now here in episode three hundred and ninety, and this is the first time you're listening to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm Hi, Mike. I'm Mike. Hi, I'm Mike. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're not finding any new listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so, time to, for me to do my 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 podcast tradition with you guys. Oh, what are we drinking today? <laughs> drinking the Spring Bank, Spring Bank uh, Cask Strength, which is the one that I brought when I saw you back in December. The one that was the brand new bottle. It's a, over half gone now. Only? Well, <laughs> I have a lot it of took, things on my shelf. It took you 17 years to drink that thing down halfway? Uh, I was December, December. was December was like 17 years ago, right? Like Something was, like that, yeah. So It was simultaneously 17 years ago mm. and last month. Smoky and strong. Um, <laughs> um, 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 um. Is it like liquid campfire? 
Not as much as the Lagavulin, no. but decently so. Decently yeah. so. I had a. Uh, I have my first bottle of Elijah Craig downstairs Ooh. that I opened a few days ago, and I, I also bought a very, a, a very, very. Uh, uh, my I spent my the most amount of money on on a bottle of whiskey recently, and we'll uh, we'll talk you about set that. A new record. <laughs> Yes, I did. A, a new personal record. It was uh it was Hooray. it was more than my bottle of Lagavulin and my bottle of Macallan 12 triple cask. Yeah. So but that's it, a but, teaser. That's a teaser everyone for whiskey talk. <laughs> it's a it's a teaser for uh yeah. Yeah. For uh Matthew's next episode. <laughs> but um I'll give you a hint. It's one I've had before. Cuz I wouldn't go and drop over a hundred dollars on something I have already tasted. Something that you've never tried. Ninety nine dollars, sure. <laughs> Over a hundred, no. Because I've done that. The log of, the log of Ulan was ninety nine, I think. This was ninety nine, and I had never tried it. <laughs> well, if you know, the, the, yeah, yeah. If well, if you, if you I knew what to expect. If you like those kinds of things, and it costs a hundred dollars, it's going to be good. You're going to like it. Yeah. Chances I are. I knew what to expect. It wasn't like I was going sure. in blind. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going blind, then you really shouldn't be spending anywhere near $100 on it. I spent $99, and this t- this is fruitier than I expected. <laughs> I spent it tastes 90- like berries. <laughs> I spent $99 on this, and it's full of methanol, so it's yeah. making me go blind. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> but the inside of my uh, digestive system has never been cleaner. <laughs> And I've never been deader. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, boy. I have a Kickstarter coming up. I've yeah, committed to it. Of course you do. When do you September not? 22nd. <laughs> September 22nd? Well, I haven't for, you know, for a few months there. I was, <laughs> was Kickstarter planning lists. I went a few months with Craig took the summer off. I, basically. <laughs> yeah. Is September 22nd the first day of fall this year? Probably September 22nd, <laughs> probably something like that. Um, yep, gonna start the kick, kick off the Kickstarter for good, strong hands and hope that it's, uh, that it's a winner because I've been doing supplements for capers for the past two years and it's been two years since I kickstarted an actual game. Like two, years since new game. two years since Die Laughing? Two years since Die Laughing. Wow. It was, it was October years ago remember I, I ran die laughing through like during the spooky month right yeah september 22nd is the first day of fall there you go so i am getting hoping. old hooray uh, so keep an eye out for that if you're following me on twitter i post a link to you can get a you'll hear about it here you're following me on twitter you'll hear about it if you're on the discord you'll hear about it all like i'll a launch page where you can sign up so that you receive an email like the moment the Kickstarter launches. Automated email comes to you and says, hey, this thing started. You can sign up for that too. Can't you do that on Kickstarter itself? If you Can't you follow you on Kickstarter and be notified uh, when you yeah, have new if things? Yeah, if you're following me, which I went and looked, I was curious. I have never gone to look. I have like over, 100, like over 150 people that follow me on Kickstarter. That's a good feeling. I was like, oh, I had no idea that there was a bunch of people that were like literally just waiting for the next thing like that. Like they, they put great. their alert in place. Because they've already got their credit card information and their shipping address. Mm-hmm. 
All they got to do is also, press a button. And, and all they've got is they've already got their expectation of the wonderful games that I make. And they expect that the next one will be just as wonderful as the other ones that they have enjoyed. I hope that's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure on you or anything. No, I no think, pressure at all. I think that's more likely than they're like just signing up to like just randomly prank you. <laughs> like let's, I'll let's sp- make this guy feel good about himself. <laughs> and then not back him and have him not know. That'll show him. Or or just go in and back at one dollar all the time. Back at one dollar and then cancel three yeah, minutes before it closes. Like, like, I, yeah, because I, I check to see who's backed at one dollar, and I keep track of those people, and then I compare them against my, my following list of, like, oh well, here got somebody that follows me and only backed me for a dollar. I see. Hmm. You guess start kicking people off your follower list. Well, I guess Stop no, following me. I guess no reward for them because that's what the one dollar follow gets you. <laughs> it's, it's it's not for a reward it's built in that way because you want to know you want to see what's happening anyway yeah that's coming so hey we shouldn't uh, it'll be exciting we, we shouldn't first bag on that because you know that's true we have our our first dollar here from matthew right still unframed <laughs> there i mean it's immediately accessible i literally just reached forward and grabbed it that's fair <laughs> nothing nothing's framed in here are you kidding <laughs> except that's for me true. in this box yeah, <laughs> that's true there's my, more, my face there's in this more, box there's more frame on the <laughs> zoom screen right now than there is in that room if we all stood uh, up we'd have in boxes um uh, i have pants on <laughs> i mean shorts pants. on <laughs> i have shorts on <laughs> <laughs> you have short pants <laughs> Well, we can remedy that. I have knickerbockers on. <laughs> knickerbockers. I gotta. I I gotta leave straight from here to go to my 1940s baseball game. Oh, those knickerbockers are the bee's knees. <laughs> well, in uh, in uh, what are you? Is are, are you considered North Central Wisconsin or East North Central Wisconsin? What is North that? Central? He is, he is the bullseye. Of I'm pretty close to dead center. But dead center. Yeah, so he's right there. Yeah, you could be wearing lederhosen, right? Oh well, actually. I mean, not many Germans up there. No, there are, but this is also very Polish area. Okay. Central Wisconsin is very Polish as well. So whatever, whatever they wear, <laughs> pants. <laughs> those, those, those pole pants, you know, pole no, pants. Wo- woven sauerkraut. <laughs> woven sauerkraut. <laughs> it's dried. Yeah. <laughs> been woven and dried and pressed you know yeah well that's the way you gotta survive those harsh polish winters that's right eat your pants (laughs) now i'm hungry for sauerkraut i know me too i want a bratwurst with some sauerkraut on it i don't have any sauerkraut in the house just like i always never have any sauerkraut Sauerkraut it comes in such big jars too yeah, yeah, living living by yourself like uh, I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna get some sauerkraut and I'm going to eat it for a week, or, or I'm gonna waste half. Yeah, <laughs> half. God, you're lucky if you get through half of it. Well, the it's nice like, part is that sauerkraut. How do you know when it goes bad? Exactly. <laughs> the date on the jar. <laughs> you get a serious case of the shoots. <laughs> Don't you get that with fresh sauerkraut anyway? <laughs> you eat enough, right? It's cabbage. Man. Isn't it? Yeah. Scour cabbage right and out. salt. Cabbage plus salt plus time equals sauerkraut. 
All it takes. Time is the most important ingredient in sauerkraut. Because <laughs> otherwise, it's just salty cabbage. <laughs> two of the great, two of the great truths of of uh, the passage of time. Drama plus time equals comedy. <laughs> cabbage plus salt plus time equals sauerkraut. <laughs> you can count on those. Now, buying a whole jar of sauerkraut is like committing to eating bratwurst like for every meal for a month. Yeah, if that's why you buy it, and, well, yeah, which is why I buy to be it. Like, I'm going to just have sauerkraut for my meal. Just a bit. Yeah. Instead of imagine a heaping plate of spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> Except now replace that with the same amount of sauerkraut yeah. and eat it in the same amount of time uh-huh. that you would take to eat this, the heaping plate of spaghetti. Where's Craig been all week? Uh, yeah, he's been eating sauerkraut. <laughs> He's on the sauerkraut diet, so he's working working from home. And by working, I mean sitting on the toilet. Tracking my steps, and I just go from the kitchen to the toilet, from the kitchen to the toilet, from the kitchen to the toilet. <laughs> I've lost 17 pounds this week. All sauerkraut. Week. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm really dehydrated. My blood pressure's through the roof. <laughs> Well, that's how I'll take those ACE inhibitors and I'll be good to go. I'm going to prep myself for sauerkraut month. Yeah. <laughs> Stock up on Gatorade. It's like Shark Week when they make, they turn Shark Week into Shark Month. Well, we can just have sauerkraut month. Yeah. September is sauerkraut month, everybody. <laughs> no, it should be October. For Oktoberfest. Which starts in September. <laughs> okay, so... Sci- because... Words don't mean anything. <laughs> so fall is sauerkraut season. How yes. about that? Um, I want to have, we need to replace pumpkin spice lattes with sauerkraut lattes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to petition Starbucks for this. <laughs> you mean pumpkin berry spice lattes? Because pumpkins are berries and fruit. Yes, they are. I remember that. I, I was listening. Good for you. I usually listen to the show on the day or the day after it drops. Some well, some of our regular time. guests do that. Yep. <laughs> you have you have time to prepare yourself. National <laughs> Kraut and Frankfurter Week is uh, a seven day long observation that always starts the second Sunday in February. What? National Kraut and Frankfurter Week starts yeah. on the second Sunday in February. Wow! So, so that, is, so is that the week where you dress up? So. Is that the week where you dress up in a corset and eat sauerkraut? Just up in sauerkraut, like we were talking, and, about. and sing songs to Rocky. Sure, why not? Yeah. Because everybody likes eating uh, hot dogs and sauerkraut on their date during Valentine's Day. This makes no <laughs> sense at all, so, hey, except in Germany, so maybe. Some people have special relationships, yeah. man. It's always <laughs> that's that's true. It's always gonna. <laughs> valentine's day is always going to fall in there it's going to be somewhere yep. during the, during uh-huh. the week or at the very end uh, yep if you're talking the second you, no, sunday no, no it's not no it's not being that well hold it it starts sunday, on the yeah. second yeah the earliest that it's always going to be in there it's always going to be in there all right sweetie mm-hmm. look what i got you for valentine's day <laughs> <laughs> an eight pack in a jar oh i got you i got you i got you a dozen roses and a box of chocolates, and as always, <laughs> a gigantic tub of sauerkraut and a packet of 24 
Frankfurters, <laughs> we're going grilling. Yeah. And then later on, we got sauerkraut flavored KY. Oh, I'm bringing my own Frankfurter. <laughs> oh, boo, your joke is bad. Boo. <laughs> oh, my joke is bad. Episode yeah. what? 390? You're just now figuring that out. Great. Your joke yeah. is bad and you should feel bad. <laughs> it is and I don't. <laughs> All right. Are we, can we are we moving on from sauerkraut? Or are we just okay. spend, spend the <laughs> Thank you for joining us today for Kraut Kraut Burger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's move on. What's news, Craig? Oh, or wait, are you uh, Craig or Greg? I can't remember. I'm Craig. Oh, you're Craig still. Okay. But I'm drinking <laughs> Elijah Greg. Whatever. No. <laughs> <laughs> a sushi restaurant in central Japan is trying to boost sluggish demand during uh, the current pandemic by sending shirtless bodybuilders to deliver food to its customers. The service dubbed Delivery Macho oh, of course was it established is. by a 41-year-old sushi chef named uh, Masanori Segura, who is also a co- competition bodybuilder himself. So he recruited friends from uh, fitness gyms who are currently not working because gyms aren't open um, to, uh, to deliver sushi. You can only get uh, a delivery macho, which I just like <laughs> saying, um, if you order at least 7,000 yen worst, uh, uh, worth, worst. worst. Got hey, Frank, you got, yeah, Frank, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> You got sausage on the brain. Sausage on the brain. I do have sausage on the brain. Always. Um, 7,000 yen worth of, uh, of sushi, um, which is to say $66 American. Okay. Uh, to get the delivery macho. So that's like enough for two people. <laughs> Pretty uh, much, a, right? A big, well, I don't know. This is, you're, you're talking about the sushi places you and I go to here in you know, the Atlanta yeah, are the, area. Are the prices comparable? What are the sushi prices? How much does sushi cost in Japan? Does that feed 66, a family of of eight? You know? <laughs> $66 might, might yeah. be a four-person, a be. pretty nice four-person meal. I don't know. Um, I like sushi. But, I don't know if I want it being delivered by a shirtless muscle dude. Uh, why not do it and just help somebody earn a paycheck? Well, I don't like, know. If you're going to order $66 worth of sushi... Have you considered asking the delivery person to maybe help you with some heavy lifting before they leave? <laughs> Can you put up some drywall? <laughs> Here, hold, hold this in place. Could you just, like, I, I just, me living by myself, I like sushi. I get $66 of sushi delivered at lunchtime, so that's all I'm going to eat for the rest of the day. Yeah. I'll be just like, can I just have a hug? Like, just some human contact would be good. <laughs> Are your shirts lonely, Craig? They are. My shirts have not been hugged lately. Now, I want local, what I want is uh, local Mexican restaurants to offer uh, this sort of thing. I'm sure there are restaurants around here or around where you live, Kurt, who could find uh, bodybuilders or people, other, you know, pe- otherwise like handsome buff men who could deliver this. Uh, but, it's, you know, for Mexican restaurants, if you order the gigantic plate of nachos, like yeah. the big family size going to feed you all giant or like the, the 10 pack of taco special. Well, like, yeah, <laughs> th- th- there's that, but I really want it. Nacho macho. 
<laughs> Nacho Macho, Macho Man. Man. Yeah, and you could have an ad. That's the jingle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Those because... people get a cut. Everyone's happy. <laughs> yeah, why not? You're you're get, getting you know you got you're you're supporting your local restaurant. You're giving your uh, your macho buff bodybuilder delivery person some money, and uh, the village people are getting getting a residual. And you're getting tasty sushi, or in this case, or nachos. Um, yeah. Wins. <laughs> well, you you can always order from the you know the local Mexican sushi place. Um, That's an interesting combination. Yeah. We have a we have a Mexican Asian chain here called Taqueria Tsunami. Oh, fusion place. Is it fusion or are they like just two separate menus? It's fusion. Let's say, is it fusion or is it just like a, like a Kentucky for like a KFC Taco Bell where you, (laughs) you where the only the only thing that's that that it really has going for it is that you can you know get both in one place and and probably screw up um, when you place your order and you ask for a particular combo but you don't specify what (laughs) restaurant you want the combo from so they have to ask you so it just takes you longer. Yeah, I'm an idiot. We like, have a, like happens to me when I go to that place once in a while. We have a local place, and I'm not kidding, that has essentially because the husband and wife owners, this is their ancestry, they do both Thai and Irish. Whoa. Irish. You can order curry and a shepherd's pie. <laughs> <laughs> can you order a curry shepherd's pie? Well, you can just order the two and mix it's, them. It's, it's literally, it's literally, it's literally separate. Yeah, they're literally, they, yeah. They just, they, so they, like, they if just you, make both. it's not fusion. Yeah. Go out on a date, buy, buy one of each and then share. <laughs> so you can have your, your spicy tie and then your, your comfort food, mashed potatoes and beef. Yeah, I'd, uh, <laughs> I'd like the uh, shepherd's pie, but can I get that crazy hot and with chopsticks? <laughs> Thanks. Do we get a choice of green or red? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I like that with the uh, with the uh, vegetables and the shrimp. Yeah, yeah. Can I get rutabaga and bean sprouts? <laughs> rutabaga. The fortune cookies are green. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's it's a weird combo. They do good food, but it's always the few times I've been there and I look at the menu, I'm like, this place is weird. <laughs> the uh, the husband and wife owned. Um, Chinese restaurant that we like to go to slash lately ordered a lot of delivery from uh, the delivery guy is this uh, young Asian man. I, I assume he might be Chinese. I, I don't know, but he's very buff. Like he's obviously oh, he's delivery macho. He's, de- he's our delivery macho. Yes, but he wears nice. he wears a shirt, a very, very tight Sure. Yeah, I saw that coming. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm always surprised when I see him because I'm like, Did you ask him for a hug? No. <laughs> no, but now that um now that I'm you mentioned it, if we ever are doing our drywall, we'll try to coordinate <laughs> the Chinese order. Hey, um, could you hold this sheet up while I yeah, especially the ceiling. I was thinking, yeah. When you if you have to redo the ceiling, he'd be handy for that. Although he's kind of short, so we need to get him those stilts. Um Speaking of uh, tacos and the ten pack, I'm, I'm go for it. <laughs> have, have you tried the uh, taco and burrito cravings pack yet? At where? At Taco Bell. Ta- taco Bell? No, I have not. I've been to Taco Bell recently. I should do that. This is the the, the lowest. Enjoy the podcast. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, wait. You're going to want to get this. This is the lowest price of the gr- what they call group meals. 
Yeah. Which is really just a meal for one for people who are hungry. <laughs> $10, you get four crunchy tacos and four beefy five-layer burritos, which I did not know existed. Um, but I think they're also slightly new, and they have like uh, that spicy cheese sauce in them. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's my new oh. thing. That's That might be better than the Taco John six-pack and a pound. A pound of what? pound of potato olays, which are just like really awesome tater tots. Oh, <laughs> and a Taco six-pack John's. Of that's right. Taco John's, yeah. I love potato olays. This was like this was a college thing that we used to do. You get that at lunch, and that was the rest of the day. Yeah, six pack and a pound, <laughs> cheap way to eat. <laughs> there was a there was a there was a one pound. day a week when it was on special for like six bucks. <laughs> there was or a Taco Bell two blocks away from some friend's apartment down by Marquette, down in, in downtown Milwaukee, west of downtown Milwaukee. Um. By Mark, yeah, I've been to that Taco the one, Bell. The, the, that Taco Bell west of Marquette, right, yeah. right on Wisconsin Avenue, which is a main street, and they were a block off, you know, block uh, north and and off to the side, and we would occasionally go over there and just get hammered, drunk, like <laughs> just like because it was, and it was on, you know, like it, it was. You had a bus line that would take you like right to my apartment, like where I live. So if I wanted to go home, I could, and it would no transfer, nothing. Like the bus come across Wisconsin and go up the east side and drop me up right near home. A prospect home. there. Um, the, uh, when I was on Maryland at the time. Oh, and um, <laughs> we we'd go over there and we'd like you know get down there. We'd take the bus down there, hit the the liquor store a couple blocks away, buy a bunch of beer and whatever shot liquor or whatever we're gonna get over to taco bell and just like okay what do we got left everybody just pull out their money yeah (laughs) (laughs) it would just be soft shell tacos and burritos like the cheap the cheapest burrito they had and soft shell tacos just like half and half whatever we got money for get like 40 things what would you like what will this buy as you push it forward (laughs) bunch of change and and we throw that and we throw that in the fridge and that was our that was our evening <laughs> and late, late, you know, into the early morning. Um, there were a number of occasions when I had that for breakfast yeah. <laughs> because I fell asleep over there on the sofa or something for like four hours and then woke up when the sun came up and I was like, Oh, Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the soft taco is definitely the one you want to get for that. I, I actually, oh, yeah. I prefer the crunchy taco, but you got to eat those right away. You can't, yep. you can't even let them sit for like 15 minutes. Nope. You can't. That's a giant mistake. Well, you can as long as you want, you know, a taco salad. 20, well, as long as you want, as you as long as you want, like twenty percent of your taco to be destroyed, and it's the most crucial part of the hard shell taco. It's the it, joining the, part at the bottom. The bottom of it is turns to mush. It turns to mush, and, and you then you have, now, and then you have two. Now you have two giant um tortillas. Now you have yeah, a sandwich. tortilla chips. You yeah. have a very it, messy sandwich. It, it transforms yeah. from taco into sandwich. Yeah, and it's gross. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you have to have that right away. That's true, and that's why we yeah we we get, get soft, the soft ones, get soft soft tacos and bur- and whatever like just the beef and bean burrito. Oh boy, just yeah, get like forty of those. <laughs> you know, this isn't isn't in the news, but I I read this this week that uh, Taco Bell and a lot of fast food places are are trimming down their menus. Oh yeah, because um, and it's actually it's the op for the opposite reason that you think it would be. It's because people are going, it's it's they're going through the drive through more and in in the restaurant less um and the things that people order through the drive-through 
are a a narrower subset of the menu. There there are certain things people just don't get through when they go through the drive through. And so they're just kicking those things off the menu. And one of those is the seven layer burrito. Yep, seven layer burrito went away. McDonald's uh, knocked a bunch of its breakfast menu out. They and they got rid of uh, everything with shredded chicken in it. No, no, that was Taco Bell. Taco Bell got rid of everything with shredded chicken in it. But McDonald's yeah. also did something similar. Yeah, McDonald's uh, yeah, Taco Bell removed like tw- McDonald's moved, removed like twenty five percent of their breakfast sandwiches a few months ago. Not the McGriddle. The McGriddles are still there, but oh, they got God. rid of like the bagel, all the bagel stuff. They don't sell the bagel yeah. sandwiches. That's fine. The steak, egg, and cheese, make a, and the bacon, make a... egg, and cheese bagels. Oh, English muffins. Oh, my God. I forgot to talk about this last week. <laughs> okay, back right, to our back. English muffin discussion. Is, a, <laughs> is, it, is an English muffin worthwhile if it is untoasted? And so I did decided. a taste test. There you I, go. Had, I, I, I put English muffins on the, on the grocery list, and, and my, uh, my grocery service that goes and, and gets the groceries and delivers them to my house, you know her as Allison, um, brought me English <laughs> muffins. <laughs> No, I'm not allowed to do the shopping because, and I quote, I buy the wrong stuff. Although I I frequently um, offer to do the grocery shopping, I'm frequently told I buy the wrong stuff. So I don't. So she got the English muffins and I did, um, I made fried egg and cheese English muffin breakfast sandwiches. And one one English muffin I toasted and the other one I, I did not. And I didn't put butter on them. It's just it was just the English muffin, the, the egg, and the cheese, and I ate them together. And I very slightly preferred the one that was toasted. But I will say this, in Josh's defense, if someone had made me just the one egg and cheese sandwich on an untoasted English muffin and handed it to me and and, and let me eat it, I wouldn't have been able to tell the difference. I only, I think I only could tell the difference because I, I ate both at the same time. You know, I take a bite from one and a bite from another. Right. You wouldn't have cared. The no, same because way the, people don't care about ninety percent of the things that they actually eat. I don't. I don't like to toast. They think they things. do, but they don't. I don't toast things very much. Like our toaster goes from one to six, and I don't think it ever goes over two. Neither <laughs> one of us likes you know heavily toasted things. So everything I that's toasted is always lightly toasted anyway um in favor of toasting english muffins on the other hand i will say that an english muffin really takes a toast like i had to crank that thing up to four to get a decent toast on it oh yeah because of all the nooks and crannies well and it the the, you can if you put it on the light toasting you're just gonna you're gonna end up with toasted tips not even it's like you're it's it's (laughs) that's that is a hearty dough that that stuff is made from. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yeah. All, like we talked about, it's really gluteny and chewy um, and dense. Yeah, but if you underdo it, even if you get it to the point that it starts to toast, it's just going to like toast like that very top. Or just the edge on the outside of the circle. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, um, it's, it's the, uh, it's the, it's the English muffin version of frosted tips hair. Exactly. Just like, just like a little bit and like nobody likes frosted tips. <laughs> 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 what's the what's the um the toasted version of nothing but frosted tips like guy fieri i have no idea anyway um nobody no, likes uh, it just like they don't like guy fieri exactly there it is so <laughs> no. um no 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 i i disagree with that i think i think plenty of people like guy fieri just fine i think the vast majority of the people who complain about guy fieri like guy fieri yeah. or are, have no real opinion of him 
just fine. I think it's become a joke to make fun of Guy Fieri, just like it's become a joke to make fun of Nickelback. Um, I think the no, vast majority of people don't have strong opinions and plenty of people do like them. I think we'd like to say we don't because we'd like to like we'd like to be in on that joke. I would like to respond like to be part of that group. I would like to respond to that. Um, yes, I agree. Uh, Guy Fieri, if you're not actually looking at him, is tolerable. <laughs> and the show really is about the food anyway, but he is ridiculous to look at. On the other hand, Nickelback truly does suck. <laughs> musically you have proven my point mike if, if both if both of you had been like yeah you know what you're exactly right craig nobody actually feels that strongly about any of that crap then uh yeah anyway that's just my that's just my opinion about other people's opinions that's just your opinion man yeah. <laughs> make a white russian <laughs> that's just like your opinion, your opinion. man best best uh coen brothers movie Favorite, one of them anyway. my favorite what else we got anything interesting i got news uh-oh so it's music news and it's german news so it's germany so it's gonna be weird that's so good and i remember i just stumbled across learning about this recently and then i think probably because something big was about to happen so it did so there's a church in halberstadt germany excellent that has a has an organ that's playing and it's not being played right now by a human, and it will make a lot of sense why in just a moment. But it's <laughs> it's not a it's monkey, is it? Basically, being played and run by a a, by by machines, um, and it's currently performing a piece titled "Organ as Slow as Possible." <laughs> um, <laughs> and this piece was composed by American composer John Cage. And if you learn, if you go look up John Cage and music. Um, he's a very controversial person in the world of classical music. He's not um, related to Nick Cage, is he? No, 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 not at all. And John Cage is the type and of person. And the organ <laughs> is playing so slow. <laughs> but he's uh, he's the type of person that is very controversial in the world of classical music because he was like his heyday of, of composing stuff in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. He's dead now, but although not that long ago. And he was very experimental. He would do things like mess with pianos and create prepared piano pieces and like, you know, lay stuff across the strings and all that type of stuff. And there's actually a really famous video where he was on a game show back in the day. It wasn't What's My Line, but it was like a What's My Line knockoff. You know how every famous game show, then all the other networks created knockoffs of them, right? Sure. And guessing as part of that show, is. yeah, as part of that show, like they let him perform one of his pieces and it's absolutely nuts to see a guy with this big layout of like, he's got like a rubber chicken and a radio and a bathtub full of water and yeah. just like, and very seriously performing this piece where the audience is like going back and forth between stunned silence and laughter. <laughs> Were you watching the gong show? Did Jamie Farr pick up a big mallet and hit a giant gong in the seventies. Yeah. Is that what you were watching? No, this is, this is just off the wall, but in his wow. most arguably John Cage's most famous piece of music is a piece called four minutes and 33 seconds, which is in three movements for orchestra during which there's four minutes and 33 seconds of complete rest and dead silence. Okay. <laughs> there's actually a great performance of it by the BBC proms orchestra. They actually did it on national television in the UK. <laughs> oh, 
Riveting. The conductor is just music, silently. Because music just closing. isn't in the notes. It's also in the negative space, man. Yep. Mm. <laughs> so he composed this piece and he titled it, you know, as slow as possible. And that's what the tempo marking is, the speed on it. But as that's it. Possible. There's no more details behind it. So starting in 2001. <laughs> yeah, because he's dead and it's still playing. <laughs> well, yeah. So starting in 2001, uh, an, or- an organ was designed in- to perform the piece in its entirety as slow as possible, which is, I mean, let's be honest, as slow as possible is literally forever. Yeah, you play the, right. fir- you play the first note and you just never stop. Well, it's hilarious is that it starts with a rest also. Oh, okay. I've, <laughs> I've been playing that. I've been playing that symphony my entire yeah. life. I started playing that the moment I was born. Yep. When I stopped, when, the, when I when I didn't hit a key on an organ. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they created this <laughs> organ, and then they designed a whole system, a whole mechanical system to play the piece over wow. the course of time. And it officially started on September fifth, two thousand one. Oh, hey, that's uh, with, with the rest. Nineteen years ago today, as we record this. Okay. Yes. September 5th, 2001, 19 years ago today, is when the, the performance began with a rest, with silence. <laughs> the, first until... chord, the first chord <laughs> change, the first sound that came out of the organ happened on February 5th, 2003. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, so like 18 months later? About, yeah. It was, yeah 17? It was the, yeah, over a year. And basically this last week, this last Saturday, so essentially a week ago today, if I remember I had this right. Oh, actually, no, it's today as we record. I'm, I'm it's playing, it. it's playing the second note today? It, no, no, no. <laughs> but a chord, a chord change happened today. Oh, okay. And hundreds of people gathered at, to watch it happen. Of course they did. So yeah. it was, the organ was just droning out one chord. But, that yeah. it that so, for like years and everybody well, gathered well, to hear it go how many mm. how many notes how, well how many <laughs> notes are we in you can have the same chord played multiple note times it's just e, 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 you know of the no, same they do they they do change there's not like the same chord over and over, and over. okay but there's like change. there happens to be a chord change that yeah. just happened it literally happened today in germany yeah that's um, like when everybody shows up to you know to smell the corpse flower yeah. or when everybody shows up to watch the panda's bone i mean it's just the same kind of thing like everybody shows up to watch the new note you played on the organ that's yeah. been playing for 19 years the last time there was a chord change was six years and 11 months ago <laughs> so today was a big day in the john cage organ project and here's the here's the kicker i want you to guess what year is it scheduled to be completed? Never. No, there isn't anything. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, it won't be changing chords. Well, I have what? no idea. Uh, that's hard to guess. Like, what? Okay, we'll price. Play. Are we doing prices right rules? <laughs> How about we do one person guesses and the other person goes, does the over or the under? I'll and say then, three in the year 3001. Okay. Michael, wow. you want to take the over or under on that? Oh, wow. I want to take the over, but I'm going to take the under. <laughs> Well, then Michael wins because it's supposed to end in the year 2640. <laughs> 639 years from beginning to end. 639 years. And since it's an organ, it's a sustained sound. Yeah. You know, that's why it's got to be on organ because you can't do it like on a piano because the now, sound is actually fake. Now, I could, I could foil that, um, <laughs> that whole plan by simply sometime in the next 600 years. Yes going in there and putting a repeat symbol <laughs> at, 
the end. <laughs> so it goes back to the beginning. And then you change the title. Over. Then you change the title to endlessly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or or you you <laughs> you want to give everybody a real surprise? You put the repeat symbol at the end, and then you go back to where it says, you know, the the. I don't know what they, what do they, where it says as like, you know, when it says, uh, you know, vivace or, or fortissimo or whatever, what's that called? It's not the time signature, the key signature. Is there a name for that thing? Where it says as, as slow as possible. Like, temple marking. The temple marking. Okay. Speed, so I, yeah, I, I add, I put the temple marking and I say as slow as possible on first <laughs> play. And then afterwards, um, like, Vivace. <laughs> as fast as possible. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it turns into like the Benny Hill theme. It's like fires through the second time, and everybody and all the people in the town, six hundred and twenty years from now, are like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> get loudspeakers. You know the whole deal. Everybody shows up to hear it start over. Oh, it's going to stop, and it's going to go on that rest that's going to last for a year and a half. And then it suddenly just pounds through the whole thing in like two and a half minutes. so so everybody themselves people 10 generations from now who are who find this podcast somewhere buried on the dark web and that's (laughs) that's in their brain because the web has just been infused into and we're all cyborgs um well the whole world will show up to listen to it and at that point right people will just be able to patch themselves once we all have teleportation devices, we can go anywhere in, in the world instantly. Yeah, we have seven people who show up in a small town in Germany. <laughs> what happens if, like, several billion people just teleported all to the same place at the same time? Would that, would that mess with the rotation of the Earth? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I'm no physicist, but probably. I don't know that that would make enough of a difference. Might there would be a wobble. Be measurable. There would at least be a little wobble. But I don't think it would be... Not saying it would spin the Earth out of its orbit, but would there be a detectable something that happened? Everybody, like somebody with a little probe in the I think, Earth yeah, measurable by go, some scientific instrument, like, but no oh, one would actually oh, 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 feel what it. That? What yeah. was that? Oh, that was the sound of 27 billion people transporting themselves into, instantaneously to a small town in Germany. <laughs> We're all Why? stacked up like cordwood. Why? Because the organ was changing notes. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it's something like from a Hitchhiker's Guide. <laughs> Like deep thought, yeah. Well, it's oh, like waiting, yeah. waiting, waiting for deep thought to come up with the. What is it? It comes <laughs> up with the the answer to the question. The ultimate, but nobody knows what the question is. Yeah. yeah well, it, first, it, first it comes first. It comes up to the ultimate answer of of life, the universe, and everything, and it tells you that that that's forty two, and then they ask it what the question is, and um, I believe the computer says tricky, and then that's the last we ever heard of, hear of it because <laughs> Earth, which is the computer, gets destroyed. Yep. Like five minutes before, we're supposed to give out. Yeah, five minutes. Yeah. The the Vogon Expressway <laughs> Turnpike yeah. went through. And, uh, the, you know, well, I'm sorry, but the plans were in your local planning office on Alpha Centauri, and <laughs> for the last 250 years, You've been there for like 100. Yeah, <laughs> I should go back and read. That we can't again. help I've it if you don't pay attention. To what's going on? <laughs> so there's my news. Okay, so we like word nerdery, right? Um, so I'm going to uh, I'm going to share a little something here um, from a man doing his part for the English language um, at the Lincoln City Council in Lincoln, Nebraska. He had a couple minutes to speak in front of the city council. I'm going to paint a picture here. It's a city council chamber. It's a pretty nice room. 
um, big kind of semicircular table with five people all spread out. He's at a podium kind of thing, a big desk podium thing. And there's some people in like the auditorium seating behind him, but there's not very many people at all because that's how city council rooms look, um, even when there's not a pandemic um, and people are at home. Uh, but there's like there's just a few people dotted in there. So he's he, but he's going to do his thing and he's going to, you know. So here's hold on. Let me uh, get this ready. Take up too much of your time here. My name is Andrew Christensen. Uh, I live at 1212 Twin Ridge Road. Lincoln has the opportunity to be a social leader in this country. We have been casually ignoring a problem that has gotten so out of control that our children are throwing around names and words without even understanding their true meaning, treating things as, as though they're normal. I go into nice family restaurants and I see people throwing this name around and pretending as though everything is just fine. I'm talking about boneless chicken wings. I propose that we as a city remove the... Excuse me, I'm trying to... Yeah, yeah. I propose that we as a city remove the name boneless wings from our menus and from our hearts. These are our reasons why. Number one, nothing about boneless chicken wings actually come from the wing of a chicken. We would be disgusted if a butcher was mislabeling their cuts of meats, but then we go around and pretending as though the breast of the chicken is its wing. Number two, boneless chicken wings are just chicken tenders which are already boneless. I don't go to order boneless tacos. I don't go and order boneless club sandwiches. I don't ask for boneless auto repair. It's just what's expected. And then number three, we need to raise our children better. Our children are raised being afraid of having bones attached to their meat. That's where meat comes from. It grows on bones. We need to teach them that the wing of a chicken is from a chicken and it's delicious. I propose that we rename boneless wings in the city of Lincoln. We can call them buffalo-style chicken tenders. We can call them wet tenders. We can call them saucy nubs or trash. We can take these steps and show the country that where we stand and that we understand that we've been living a lie for far too long, and we know it because we feel it in our bones. Thank you. Okay. I, I would like to just comment here. For the record, that's my son. <laughs> that was a city council member's son. Yeah, who just like I guess he wanted to see his dad more or something. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Um, I love from our hearts. Yeah. That's the yeah. part that got me. <laughs> Boneless nubs or trash. <laughs> He said it with such flippancy that I was yeah. like, oh, this is all about him just wanting to say that boneless chicken wings are terrible. Like, are garbage. He's anti-boneless chicken wings. He wants actual wings. <laughs> that could have been a Kevin question. <laughs> are boneless chicken wings actually What's, chicken wings? Yeah. <laughs> what, should, what should we call them? How can we chicken wings be boneless? Wings we should, have bones. We shouldn't call them boneless That's where meat comes wings. from. It grows on bones. bones. <laughs> <laughs> doing his part you know it's not team oxford comma but he's he's trying <laughs> um i was also challenged uh by somebody who put up there's like hey writers of the world you have to get rid of one which one and it was like a picture of a period a semicolon um a what was it period semicolon a colon and an m dash <laughs> i couldn't choose so i just responded i love all my children equally 
<laughs> M dash, that's easy. What's the point of having different length dashes? Just use one. No, the M dash does serve a purpose. Really? It works better. Yeah, it works better. It it does something that really a semicolon. It can it can be if you use it correctly, if you use it a certain way, it can do something that no other punctuation mark can do. Quite properly, quite the same way. Really? Would anyone notice the difference if all the M dashes were just replaced with hyphens? No, I don't think they would, but I don't <laughs> also don't think people would notice the diff would notice if like well, they'd notice, but would they care? Again, it's like nobody has a strong opinion. Everybody thinks they have a strong opinion. Like if we ever got rid of this, the letter C, we don't need the letter C. Right. We can use S and K. We've got S and K. We don't need it. We don't. And C, there, we, there's, and everything else. there's like, there's or like three. Yeah, just, well, there's we like need three, the letter C for cha. We have to figure out a way to do cha. The, the cha. Now we don't. Yeah. We can just change all the words that start with cha. Now start with sha. It, okay. Nobody would. Sure. You know. Oh, I want some ground shuck. You know, it's just <laughs> like a pound of ground shuck, please. It would we'd, screw up. We'd get over it. You guys and your names. <laughs> I wouldn't. I, I could spell Case. my name with a K. I'd have no problem with that. It could be, I, I, I could be K-R-E-G. I got, I, <laughs> it's, easier to, it's, it's easier to write. You may as well we just, can just K-R-T and get rid of the vowel. <laughs> no, Craig, you may as well just go to Greg at that point. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> spelling Craig with a K is just making it worse. <laughs> yeah. We don't need J. G does the, the the J sound in a lot of words. We could just dump J just dump J and just use G's. I and mean, we could we could trim like six or six or seven letters out of our alphabet if we wanted to. But no, they're all important. Anyway, um do we have anything else we want to talk about? <laughs> I think Kurt has some stuff he wants to talk about. Yeah, so I started watching a TV show lately. <laughs> really? No, no one's yeah. doing that. Yeah, welcome no one is staying in the house and watching television. Welcome to the 21st century, Kurt. <laughs> but I stumbled across this and I was like, what on earth is this? <laughs> <laughs> and then I started watching and now I, yeah, I just, it might be the nuttiest thing I've ever seen on TV. And I don't know if either of you know much about it. We dropped on Netflix show called norsemen <laughs> have you, um have you seen I, I know of it i know of it i've watched a bit of one episode but i i just never came back to kind of like you know, i figured at some point i'm going to sit down and i'm just going to kind of power through all of them and see yeah uh, i only i guess there aren't a lot right there's not a, there's not no, that there's many episodes 18 episodes they're there about half hour long each so you're it's a nine hour commitment you can you can pound it out in a day if you really want i get i could i could do that today right now after we get done <laughs> recording <laughs> You really want to do it. I'll make some casserole and I'll spend the rest of my yeah. day watching. But it's a, it's a television show created in Norway and it takes place in the, the, the seven nineties <laughs> <laughs> uh, around the year 790. And of course revolves around the Norsemen and the Vikings. What makes it different is that it's a comedy <laughs> <laughs> How about a group of Vikings living in a vil the village of Norheim. Um, Norheim. Jeez, yeah. they didn't try very hard on that name. <laughs> that might actually be a real ver a, a real village somewhere in Norway. It's very it's possible. possible. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I mean, Nor is is north, and Heim. I've seen that in plenty of places in Norway. I'm sure it means something very, very obvious, like valley or something like that. Um, and 
it's interesting. Norheim is a village <laughs> in Rogaland County in Rogel- Norway. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Um, so one of the things that makes it interesting is that when they, they filmed it, they filmed it in both Norwegian and English. Oh, really? They filmed every scene in both languages so they could release the Norwegian in Norway and then export the English version. Of Thanks. course, so if you go, I mean, you're going to have a bunch of Norwegian and Scandinavian actors, but they're, it's entirely in English. There's no subtitles or anything like that, um, other than the fact that you have to deal with, you know, Norwegian accents. <laughs> well, it just makes it <laughs> more makes it realistic. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it just revolves around this town and their chieftain, and there's like an ensemble cast, but they, you know, they kind of slowly, everyone kind of takes turns being almost like a lead role for different reasons. Uh, but it's it's a comedy, and it's very much in the style of like, a, almost like British humor on some level, and a little bit of that Office Parks and Rec, sometimes cringe, but also sometimes just like where they just take things to the extreme and the absurd. And we have a trailer we can listen to. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> we it's have a, that mic. We do because it's a yeah. podcast. Yeah. I will be watching it but you will well, be yeah, listening yeah. to it. Yeah. But you can go and watch the trailer too. Well, it's time for the attitude. Anyone want to go first? It's a matter of honor, isn't it? Oh yeah, the attitude is probably the most honorable thing you can do. Honor is really important, Bill. Yes. No. True Valhalla! Wow. I'm just a... going to skip the whole thing, okay? I'm not gonna jump either. This is not <laughs> my kind of thing. We found a way west. We will never again have a lean year, no matter how poorly the substitute chieftain manages the village while I'm away. Farewell, brother. Who dares to try to do a Viking funeral on the guys who are missing the boat with an arrow. arrow with really cold fingers yourself before you start doing <laughs> that? Happened in Game of Thrones, <laughs> but he does it over and over to the point where the village starts booing him. <laughs> It seems like they've completely lost their focus. What are we waiting for? Norheim will be crushed. You Vikings. You have the easiest job in the world. Sit on a boat, stab people with swords. It's as basic as it can possibly get. Don't show any fear now, folks. Remember, nothing's sexier than self-confidence. As the chieftain walks off the boat into the water. Don't look at me. Because they haven't so landed on you can't walk around with horns on your helmet. It looks ridiculous. Fashion is about taking chances, daring to be bold. The helmet is a basic head cover, but when you add some other material, it becomes something else. It's no longer just a helmet. It is something bigger, it tells a story, and that is what fashion is all about. Oh, I see you on the boat. <laughs> right. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's not a huge commitment. It's, I had there were a few episodes that were hit or miss, but all in all, I've really been enjoying it. And I can't, you know, that first opening scene that you heard on the trailer, the Otastupa, which <laughs> is basically, um, it, you know, there's questions about whether this was real or not, but basically taking the old people who are useless to the cliff and telling them to jump off it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a series of older guys on this cliff. And, and like they've been led there by a younger guy and it's like okay who wants to go first <laughs> <laughs> and they're all you know justifying and all this and they finally get the one guy to do it and you heard him jump and scream go. to valhalla and then hit the ground and die and everyone Splat. looks over the cliff like no i'm good i don't need to yeah. <laughs> 
the one guy's like, I'm 47. I'm not that old. (laughs) (laughs) That's the opening scene of the whole show is that (laughs) the scene with all of them on the cliff. Bunch of a bunch of older gentlemen who are clearly just in their like you know fifties, maybe sixty. <laughs> like you know, you're you're now a burden on the village. You must leap to your death. Yeah, Got to put them in a home. <laughs> yeah, yeah how is the home? <laughs> like Ernest Borgnine uh, did to his mom when she turned fifty. I'm looking yeah. at the Google view of McDonald's Norheim. <laughs> McDonald's Norheim. <laughs> yeah. Um, looks like a McDonald's. It's got the McDonald's yeah. sign. It's got a little drive-through here. It's got a little sign across the top of the drive-through that says that has a big arrow pointing down and it says two point seven, letting you know that uh, no vehicles higher than two point seven meters yep. um, should go through the drive-through. Um, and then on the McDonald's sign itself, in the little placard piece underneath that, like mm-hmm. around here, sometimes says like over whatever number billion served or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or or it has changeable or letters. Billions and billions, yeah. <clears throat> or whatever. Right now it says uh it, it, at this uh at this McDonald's, it just says McDrive. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what they call a drive through. Yep. A McDonald's drive through is marketed uh as Mc, as the McDrive in uh in the, I'm gonna guess I I'm actually guessing. know. You know how when you pull into a McDonald's there's like the, the arrow in and the arrow out, and the arrow in one says welcome, and the arrow out one says thank you. If you ever go to McDonald's, you'll right. see that. And I can tell you what they say because there's a, a Decora, Iowa is very proud of their Norwegian heritage. So their McDonald's have the signs in Norwegian. <laughs> so I've seen it before. I'm sure the one on the way in says Velkomen and the one on the way out says Mangatak. <laughs> Many thanks. <laughs> I'm not seeing those signs specifically, but I'm yeah. just looking at one view. So, but uh, yeah, there's, there's your McDonald's. Got a McDonald's sign, the Golden Arches, like three different places. Because when you travel to Norway, what you definitely really want to eat is McDonald's. That's very expensive. Well, see, that's it's, not because it's Norway. <laughs> the McDonald's isn't there for you when you travel there, American. <laughs> Except that a lot of Americans do. Sure. It looks like McDrive is what they they call it in many places around the world. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Just a, a branding. Yeah. Maybe they call it that here. I just haven't been through one in a long time. I don't think they do. <laughs> um, but then again, I mean, like, our drive-thrus, our drive-thru, I, I don't know, are drive-thrus that common in outside of the United States? There might be a lot of countries where it's just not terribly common, and to see it at, like, a U.S. chain restaurant would make it kind of a an oddity and so they bring so it to give it and they sell it to you they have to sell it to you whereas like here it's like oh it, it like i go to i go to a anything you know anything that's basic fast food up to mid-range and it doesn't have a drive-thru i'm like what the hell is wrong with this place yeah. <laughs> they, clearly they don't want to sell any food <laughs> <laughs> not to people like me who want it now so i can eat it now so I don't have to get out of my car because I'm a lazy son of a bitch. But uh, I was, I mean, given that it's like, I was a little surprised that uh, that there was a a Google view, <laughs> to be honest. Like, this of is kind of Norheim, Norway. It's in Norheim, Norway. It's kind of up. Let's see, where's it? I mean, it's looking at Norway. It's down in the southwest tip, but it's like on one of those little like islands or it's almost an island, you know. It's got like it's all like a little landmass. Yeah. It's got like a little strip of an isthmus that connects it back. 
kind of on the west coast the two yeah. big cities on the west coast almost halfway between bergen and stavanger yeah, it's it's almost it's almost in the in the uh, in the north sea i mean it's like right there yeah little tiny town which makes sense because one of their biggest things is that they have a map and a sailing route to the west where they go and you know rape and pillage and it you know there's <laughs> there's a scene where there's a scene where they bring home a, a bunch of very clearly ginger irish slaves <laughs> yeah and then they have an Osen store center. Yeah. Which is S T O R S E N T E R. Like yeah, because they don't use the letter C in Norwegian. <laughs> like we were just talking about. Exam exactly. What I also see here on the C map is, is that useless. The McDonald's is basically like just right outside the local church. So so <laughs> when they see the, when, the when, when 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 Norwegian people see the McDonald's with its C in the name. Do, do they go? Geez, those what? Americans! They can't even get their <laughs> they can't even get their alphabet in order. I mean, yeah, like that you can definitely letter in it. You can definitely go to church, walk out, and have an egg McMuffin in your hand in three minutes, based on what I see on the map. <laughs> <laughs> sure. It's a short walk across a field in a parking lot. There you go. And you go to Phone House Osen. Is a cell phone store. I'm, I would love to just walk, walk around this. It's like basically a mall from the yeah. looks of things. I would just love oh. to walk around here and see what this, you know, just like see all the little differences. I would, do we got a Google view inside the mall somewhere anywhere? Did they take, Probably not. They got cameras in there. <laughs> I would just find it very interesting to see all the, little, all the little differences. Or I suppose I could, you know, fork out the money. <laughs> Craig, why are you Make going sure. to Norway on vacation? Because I want to walk around the mall. <laughs> I want to see little, what malls look like. All the like. little differences. <laughs> As a person who has actually been in a few malls in, in Europe, they, they're like American malls. <laughs> I can assure yeah, you. But there's probably little things. Yeah, like little things, though. Because I, you know, all those little nuances I find, I don't know, I find interesting. Yeah. So the show that takes place in this town 1,200 years ago that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, we got the gist of it already. We don't need to talk, is that, uh, Is it just movie. the one season? There's three seasons. Oh, there's They're three. each okay. six episodes. But is it over and after like, the, the third season? At least as it stands. Um, the first season, I mean, the, each season very clearly tell, has like a united storyline to okay. it along the way. And I've watched the first two. I haven't watched a third yet. From what I gather, the third is actually a prequel to the first. <laughs> like timeline-wise. Okay. They go back. I'm going to be lost. I better watch the third season first. Yeah, I should have watched them out of order. But unfortunately, I started and didn't realize that. <laughs> I like my version where I, I bought a VHS of Memento and cut it up and put it in order. <laughs> oh, so you ruined the movie? Well yep. done. <laughs> well, the movie is, it's not from, it, the movie is not backwards. It's not from the end to the beginning. It's from no, the it's outside both. in. Yes. Yeah, the outside it's, in. it's a brilliant structure for the type of story it's, and for the, for the specific story that it's telling because it's, yes. It puts you as a viewer in the place of Leonard, the main character, who you don't know what's <laughs> what just happened. Is your what's real, your, not real, because he can't form memory. He can't yeah. remember what happened, you know, ten minutes earlier, and you're seeing that part of the story. You're seeing it backwards, so you're not seeing what just happened before yeah. until you experience it later. Although there's, you know, <laughs> there is a giant plot hole in there. He's not very good <laughs> at he's he's not very good at putting uh, the right tattoos on his body. <laughs> like he could if if he figured out what happened he could tattoo that yeah <laughs> just as quickly as possible 
or just put it on a piece of paper and say, hey, go have this tattooed on your body. Yeah, because, well, the other problem is like. And then every day that he woke up, be like, oh, okay, I solved it. I, I'm good. Yeah. Arguably, <laughs> you would think that he would learn how to tattoo himself so he could do it fast, but he doesn't have a memory to learn how to become a tattoo artist. <laughs> That's true. But he also <laughs> he also could just like write, on it, write it on himself in permanent marker and be done with it. Sure. <laughs> But if you ignore all of that, it's a wonderful story. <laughs> Maybe he just showers a lot and then he would wash it all off. <laughs> Every time I shower, I scrub myself with a steel, a steel brush. Oh, wow. <laughs> Take all that marker off. Why do I have all this marker word, all these marker words written on me? Why they're all I... written on me from my point of view. Like they're all upside down and angled. <laughs> Why is all my skin raw and bloody all the time? <laughs> So watch Norseman. Okay. <laughs> you you and, won't be disappointed. It's amusing. And why would he get all the tattoo words <laughs> on himself done in the correct order? Why wouldn't he ask the tattooist to reverse them so that he could see them properly in the mirror and not have to decipher them every time? Right? That would cost extra? <laughs> probably. <And> probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just turn the image over. <laughs> Here. <laughs> Anyway, um, well, real tattoo artist just freestyles, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what you want. Just the tattoo artist, like, I'm just gonna put whatever on you. That's how you end up with no regrets. <laughs> <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> Although, at the same time, if you planned it out, you might end up with something like a self portrait of yourself giving the double thumbs up across your entire back, like Steve O does. <laughs> Steve O from Jackass. Have you ever seen that, Mike? No. He has a tattoo of himself, shirtless, giving a double thumbs up that covers his entire back. Yeah. Um, he also has a smiley face on one shoulder, on one arm, that he got tattooed on during the show, while the show, while he was doing a stunt, and they were driving in a dune buggy over uneven ground. Yeah. So it What's doesn't like? even really look like a smiley face. <laughs> it's just a you, can see, you can see that the tattoo artist was trying to do a smiley face but it really just looks like a whole bunch of dots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's bloody as hell when he gets done because like, the tattoo artist just mangles his arm when he does it. No, I never watched that, that show. <laughs> that Matrix tattoo. It's just like, it's a peppering of ink spots on his arm. Well, it's a smiley face that I had done while I was zooming around in a dune buggy. Because <laughs> I'm Steve-O. All right. Do we have a question or what are we else we're doing something else? Question? Hello. Do we? Yeah. Yeah. We have, we have any questions? We do. Ooh. 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 Yeah. Is it a, is he is it a did he couch another question in it with a PS or something like this? Like he, he sneaks in a second question like he does sometimes? No, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have to take a really deep breath before I start reading this one. Because it's really long. It's a run on sentence. It's a list. Uh-oh. <laughs> You can, take a, you can take a breath in between items on a list. That's fine. I'm going to have to take several. All right, here we go. <laughs> 160 question. So I was wrong last week. since this is He was not asking 160 question after 159 question. Kevin asks, what things will you never do again? <laughs> here is my list. One, put a key in a car door. Two, dial a rotary phone. Three, program a VCR. Four, Turn a TV to UHF. Five, rent a physical movie. Six, flag down a cab. Seven, buy music from the mall. Eight, 
Dial star 69. 9. Drive any vehicle with a carburetor. 10. Go to a New Year's Eve party. 11. Dress up for Halloween. 12. Rollerblade. 13. Make a collect call. 14. Get kicked off the internet when someone uses the phone. 15. Get film developed. 16. Do a shot of alcohol I don't like just because it's free. 17. <laughs> finish a depends. Dis- it depends. Is there like 40 tacos and burritos available to me? <laughs> <They're trying laughs> Apparently not in uh, Kevin's future. Uh, 17. Finish a disgusting meal just to be polite to whoever cooked it. 18. Have my appendix removed. Apparently that's yeah, because he already, already had it removed. <laughs> 19. Use a crank to roll down a window in a car. Kevin's not getting into the classic uh, car thing. 20. Use a payphone. 21. Eat Limburger cheese. <laughs> 22. Take communion. <laughs> 23. Visit any Disney park. 24. Go on a non-work trip to Las Vegas. <laughs> 25. Blow on a video game. <laughs> on a cartridge. There may be people. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> people listening well, to this all, that have this no idea what that means. That the younger generations are not going to be like, what? Blow on a video game. 26. Hang laundry on a clothesline. 27. <laughs> go to Mount Rushmore. 28. Chew gum. <laughs> 29. Use a phone book. 30. Write in cursive. 31. Use a card catalog. And number 32. Burn a CD. Thanks, <laughs> thanks Kevin. Okay, here's the list of things that I expect I will do yet from that list. Um, I could see myself finishing a disgusting meal just to be nice to somebody. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I might still do that. Um, non-work trip to Las Vegas? Yeah, maybe. Never been to Vegas. I might go sometime. I've been to Vegas a few times. It's a great place to spend a couple days and then get out. And I'm not a fan of the strip. I want to, I want to do the weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go do the weird. <laughs> you know what they the say weird. about Vegas? The weird stuff. <laughs> the weird stuff. <laughs> Gets you put in prison. Um, and that's where the really weird stuff happens. Um, chew gum. I guarantee you I'll chew gum sometime yeah. before. I do regularly. Before so. I die. Uh, I write in cursive all the time. I sign, I sign signatures. Not all the time, but I still sign signatures occasionally. Um, he's apparently never going to buy another house. Um, <laughs> I I think he means like beyond your signature. Although I've also seen. No, Kevin, sorry, nope, not buying that. No, although, he said right in cursive. Although I am buying another car. I have witnessed Kevin <laughs> sign with an X. <laughs> Good luck. Really? I need to put my mark down. Oh. I have seen it happen. Well, there you go. That's that's how he's going to do it. Yep. Okay. Um, and burn a CD. I do that on a weekly basis. For work in my job. Yeah. I burn CDs of, oh. of, uh, of files, of drawing That's files and PDFs and things for, for projects that I'm working on because we, we send record, you know, That's how you phys- physical. Yeah. Because we, gov- we're not because, at the point yet where we're just uploading stuff for people. Because government agencies have extremely small file size limits on their email. No, accounts. Th- exactly. We do uh, the, the CD works exactly like this. I, I prepare these for government agencies and I've told, Everybody, I've told like everybody I work with at some point or another, this is what, this is what will happen. Um, we'll have six submittals over the course of this stupid project's career um, life. And we will burn, we'll, we'll send physical copies of everything and we'll burn a CD, one or more CDs, and we'll send those out to people. And every single one of them will end up in a box that'll end up in a room and will never ever again get looked at unless that building um, gets a renovation at some point. 
and then they might find the CD yep. to pull the as-built drawings from, um, like the, to get the actual like CAD drawing files from, to give to the new architect, like here's the CAD drawings of the building as it stands. They might do that. Because there are plenty of, of those government jobs where I have to reconstruct shit from PDFs. <laughs> um, because they didn't go look for the box. Or they just, yeah, they just, they, they didn't go look. They're, they're there. Where? nobody yeah. knows they're, they're in a box somewhere yeah they're they're in that giant warehouse with the 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 ark of the covenant <laughs> although i want to and this popped back into my head today or not today but this week while i was at work i want to point this out um that when i do sometimes have to reconstruct drawings sometimes i have to do it from pdf sometimes i have to do it from like all they have are literally old rolled up drawings um like hand-drawn drawings from you know decades ago and a few years ago i at one point i think i might have mentioned it on the show but i want to throw it out there because we live in the south and this happens i was working on a project that was going to be renovating a kitchen it was a big big built big big building that part of it is like a big cafeteria with a big like industrial commercial kitchen um and the building was built in the early 50s um and the plans that I was working from were those original plans. And I was looking at it and I was like, there sure are an awful lot of bathrooms, awful lot of restrooms in this plan. Oh. And then I looked more closely at the kind of faded, like, you know, kind of the, the ink has kind of started to display, you know, and it's not real easy to read. Like, oh, well, it's because there's the white men's room and yep. the colored men's room and yep. the white women's room and the colored women's room. I was like, oh, yeah, there we go. If you if I wasn't thinking about the fact that I'm in Georgia, <laughs> here's a reminder. I have rented a physical movie in the last two weeks. Wow, that's I not surprising. Mike is uh, still get a still gets his albums on CD, gets a physical CD. Well, no, the that's the that was the only way to watch the movie for a decent price oh, was okay. to go to Redbox. <laughs> Everybody else wanted like more than ten dollars, I think to rent it it was the the what uh uh beautiful day in the neighborhood the mr rogers movie oh oh gotcha yeah i don't even have a dvd player anymore i do it's not hooked up to my new television it hasn't been since i got the new tv yeah didn't bother to hook I, it up it was like i, I realized big, big pile of sh- big big stack of shelves over there filled with dvds haven't watched yeah. them in years I realized at one point I hadn't used the player in two years and I'm like I don't need this anymore yeah. <laughs> and I got rid of I it could, I could get rid of it. I mean, all things considered, I got my money's worth out of it. The DVD player that I have is the first DVD player I have ever oh, wow. had. The only DVD player I have ever owned is a five-disc changer DVD player that was a gift. Wow, so you didn't even have to spend it. money on it. Nope. Cost me nothing. That's not true. You probably had to be, like, kind and affectionate to someone. No, it was <laughs> from somebody who basically me over financially in a roommate situation so it cost it cost me plenty um oh. ultimately <laughs> his I name a... was brian geffrich just for the record <laughs> <laughs> that guy <laughs> f, f him right in the a yeah, any of my yeah. milwaukee friends that are still listening to this by the way when uh when brian and i stopped being roommates and he went and lived and and hung out and and, and lived for free in your apartment because he didn't have any money i was really pissed off that whole time still bothers me he was a dick to me, and you like gave him a place to sleep. I realized that he was having financial problems, but he was a dick about it. Anyway, 
moving on. <laughs> How's your day? <laughs> I, I, sorry, I'm I'm cert, I'm doing an internet search to find him. No, <laughs> go knock on his door. You don't know me. You know my brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I found his Facebook profile, and he's still living in, <laughs> living in someone else's uh, spare bedroom. What does Kevin have have against? Uh, I guess he just he just likes modern uh, conveniences in, in cars, right? Yeah, he's not a car guy. He's never gonna buy a, an old Mustang. He's never gonna anything. no, no, because that came up a couple of times in there. He likes nice cars, but he likes modern stuff without a doubt. I would like a car without a carburetor, please. <laughs> also, I want one that I can purchase without signing my name. Yeah. <laughs> is, he gonna, is, is Kevin someday going to buy a house with a big yard and then get a fuel-injected rider lawnmower? <laughs> going to go out and buy a car by signing his name. The car's going to have a carburetor in it. And it's going to have one of those big old, like, mid, like, late, late 80s car phones. Like, the big one that, like, was, like, corded to your car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With a rotary dial. It wasn't in, <laughs> in the center console. It was the center console. <laughs> when you picked that thing up, you had a place to put your files. <laughs> you had a big slot that you could put stuff in. You could also use it to you do put like, my purse there. You could do bicep curls while you're driving. Yeah, no kidding. There's a lot of things on that There's a lot of things that I won't do, though. Yeah, yeah. Plenty of stuff. A lot of the stuff on that list I won't ever do again. I was trying to think of, yeah, I mean, you could make that list forever at this point. I kind of want to try Limburger cheese now. Although <laughs> I, I find out what all the hubbub's about. <laughs> According to this, I won't want to have it a second time. Yeah, not everybody yeah. likes everything. I think you, you're a cheese person. You, you've liked plenty of cheeses. I think you probably, I don't know that you would dislike Limburger, but you might be like, okay, you know, you'd have it and you'd be like, yeah. I, I can live it. without it. I'm not going to seek need, it out. But if, I, but, it it was, again, but if yeah. it was there again, I might have it again. The only cheese I really don't like are the runny ones. Yeah, Limburger's not runny. It's just stinky. Yeah. A little Sorry. soft, but yeah. Like, stinky. I'll eat brie, but I don't get the whole, like, eating the rind on it thing. Like, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Do, you? do you just bite into a banana without peeling it? Eat a banana like a, like a gorilla does. Just three bites, it's gone. Like, how long does it take you to eat a watermelon? Well, the first three hours, I'm working my way through the uh, the green part. Well, first I have to first I have to gnaw through the rind like mm-hmm. a beaver. Yeah. <laughs> then I get a big straw. Well, no, you you gnaw through the rind all the way around the middle. So you you you, you eat you gnaw through the rind like it's a corn of. A, a cob of corn, right? You create an, an equator to split well, it in the half around the middle, and then well, you can crack, like, then you can crack it open, and yeah. then you can start scooping it out with your with your hands or with like a stick that you use as a tool or your or tail. Bone. If you serve someone an avocado on a plate, and then you're like, "Here you go," and then they they eat it, and then you're like, "Someone isn't a member of the Clean Plate Club," and they look down at the pit. <laughs> can't possibly swallow that. I will choke. I will choke to death. No dessert. <laughs> no dessert okay. until you clean your plate. <laughs> you got to put it in you somewhere. Oh. oh. <laughs> At least it's smooth. <laughs> <laughs> kind of slimy. I mean, it's not like a peach pit, peach pit which has you know a oh. rough exterior. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, those peach pits are rough going down. What? <laughs> what is wrong with you? You clean plate club. They're what? rough going up too. They're <laughs> rough coming out. Yeah. No, I said going up. Yeah. yeah. That too. <laughs> Good lord. Is that a podcast, everybody? I, I think that's is. a podcast. Kurt, Kurt, thank yeah. you again. Thank nice you. to see you both again via the interwebs. Nice to see you via the interwebs in our and, separate homes, as opposed to just uh, talking over the interwebs yeah. and yeah. not seeing each other. I'm going to say in our separate homes, but I can't see Craig's separate home right now. I just no. see you know a knife, a knife, a, a wall of knives. <laughs> yes, it's nice to talk to you, Kurt, and hear your voice rather than just text at you randomly throughout the week which we've taken to doing this like kurt and i live at you know 800 900 miles apart and it took the coronavirus for us to decide to keep in touch yeah <laughs> Be- better than we used to be yeah yeah we, I mean, we before be. it was usually when like if one of us texted or emailed the other it was for something specific like it was like yeah. having to do with one of us coming to visit which would happen enough or like some news or something like that once in a while, it didn't start a but now, conversation. But now we just like, I, you know, a random thought enters my head and I was like, I think Kurt would find that funny because <laughs> I need some, because I live by myself and only go to work and I need human contact, <laughs> even if it's just through texting. I hope he comes down here and hugs me. <laughs> my shirts are lonely. Yeah. I'm wearing my Star Wars shirt that's fallen apart. Like this is oh, a great no. shirt to wear on the house. I would never wear this over to your place anymore, Mike. It's dying. Uh-oh. Yeah, and I can't find this design anywhere anymore. So, what happens to a hugging shirt when it dies? Um, I use it as a hugger in the bed, like instead of a pillow. Like you got, like you know, one pillow under your under your head, one between your legs, and a hugger. (laughs) (laughs) Just put it over the pillow, and it just smells like me, and it's very comforting. I've been, I've been, I've been sleeping wrong all this time. Yeah, because nothing else in this apartment smells like me. <laughs> I have no pets, and it's just me living here. Every this whole apartment smells like me. You just you put the yeah. shirt over over one of your pillows like a new pillowcase. Yeah, and you do that with with every shirt that dies. So eventually, yeah. you have this like giant pillow that's the size of you and your shirts. Yeah, I have this. Com- <laughs> I do. I have a, like a comically large pillow. The pillow itself has been crushed into a singularity. It's, it's not like even there anymore. <laughs> it's so thin that if you turned it sideways, you wouldn't even see it. But, the, the, but it's got, you know, there's like 160 shirts that are layered over it. Yeah. You also moved my, into your apartment. T-shirts. You moved into your apartment on day one, marked the floor, and that was that. <laughs> I what? You marked the floor, and that was that. You never had to mark the floor again. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> one of these days, I'll move out of here. Or they'll haul my dead body out. One one way or the other, I'm leaving this apartment someday. <laughs> question of whether or not it's under my own power. Mike, That's where cheery. can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us, nerdburgershow at gmail.com. And uh, you can go to nerdburgergames.com to learn about the game stuff and go to drivethroughrpg.com to buy that game stuff. And keep in mind that there is a Kickstarter coming. If you go looking, I think if you search at Kickstarter for good, strong hands, you'll probably find the, the pre-launch page, I think. In a couple of weeks, this fall. September 22nd. On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig buy a Nickelback CD at the music store in the mall, and then they make copies of it. 
by burning it to CDs while programming a VCR and rollerblade. Just because. Just to tick off Kevin. I'm going to start taking pictures of myself doing those things and send it to him. That's a crazy. Seriously, idea. Mike, give me that list. Okay. <laughs> I'll forward it to both of you. I still have a VCR. I can pretend I'm programming yeah. it. <laughs> I have a VCR that's sitting underneath my TV that gets as much use as my DVD player. You're 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 down on your on your hands and knees on the floor and you're crouching selfie and you're just pushing the button, smiling. <laughs> it's covered in and dust. And I'll do it through an Instagram filter <laughs> so it looks like a photo, like it'll be a square photo that looks oh, like, make it it look like it was like yeah, from one of those one of those square cameras. Yep. <laughs> Except it'll be me now with like with this face. Sure. As opposed to the face I had in the '80s, which was wasn't not much this different. face. <laughs> it wasn't much. <laughs> it wasn't different. much different. Well, I remember you with you know full beard back when you were 15. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I bearded out early. I was a young beard. No, I wasn't. I had a hard time with facial hair for a long time. And then once I was able to grow it, I never stopped. <laughs> So your high school girlfriend uh, made you walk badly the rest of your life. That's pretty good there. No, 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 not, 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 that not way. the way you think. Not, not in a good way. No. <laughs> she dislocated my knee. You mean your kneecap? No, 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 no. The whole no, thing. No. The, whole the whole thing. thing. You know, like all of those tibia, The tibia and the fibula yeah. and the patella. All, all, all three bones. From the femur. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know all those ligaments and tendons you have there? I don't. <laughs> I don't have them. Is the kneecap actually a bone? Sure. Yes. Okay, so four bones. The yeah. little round, yep, the, the patella. I couldn't remember if it was a... The leg bone's connected to the knee bone. A bone or just a disc of cartilage. Bone. Yeah, you're right. It's a oh, bone. That one's a bone. But it's kind of, it's all floating off by it's, itself. It's flat, yeah. 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 I'm wiggling it's, mine it's, right now. It's really... My kneecap. <laughs> my kneecap. It's, I'm sorry, my kneecap. I'm wiggling my kneecap. It's really just serve. It really just serves as a backstop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's to prevent you from walking. It's just there to keep your like an like a like a like like an an insect or a bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that your your that joint can only bend 170 degrees and not 350. Right. (laughs) Hyperextension. Although although the muscles aren't really built to to do do that that either. Because like people who who dislocate their kneecap out don't suddenly like Wah! you know like the, the leg doesn't flip up in the front like a jackknife yeah it's because there's no there's no muscle in the front of your shin yeah there's nothing to there's no tensor there's no tensor muscle yeah in the front of your shin um and, the, and no significant tensor mus- muscle um in the top of your thigh the only thing that's the the, the, the muscle in the top of your thigh just straightens your leg for you it's not going to swing the leg all the way around I love the... oh, that would be a neat trick if you could make like <laughs> that'd be great for what dancing. What if you could turn your knee into a ball and socket joint like your shoulder, and you can just swing the end of your foot around in loops? <laughs> yeah, and you just you're sitting there and you're playing like sitting playing a musical instrument, and then when you get to the big finish, like the streamers and the confetti fly, yeah. and you um, pick your legs up and you swing them. <laughs> Hello, my honey. Hello, my darling. Yeah, and you got like neon flashy lights on them and or you attach sparklers yeah <laughs> oh yeah yeah there you go sparklers that'd be a great fourth of july celebration and now strobe lights in your in your heel in your shoes 
And now the Milwaukee leg spinners will do their rendition of. 